This is the Leadership Lessons Podcast, hosted by Pastor Daniel Williams, a podcast to encourage and equip church leaders. Well, hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Leadership Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Williams, and super excited to have you back. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health, and I did an interview with my friend Brian Saylor, who's a young adults pastor at Calvary Chapel, Melbourne, and he deals with a lot of millennials, a lot of uh, high schoolers, and so forth, young adults, and uh, really this subject of mental illness uh, and having mental health is super important, and I just wanted to ask him questions, because not only is he growing in this, counseling in this, but he actually has his own podcast that I would highly recommend where he talks and interviews um, a mental health counselor, uh, someone that is a Christian, a believer filled with the Holy Spirit and able to give wisdom on this subject. And so, man, I thought this would be a great episode to be able to share with you, to grow and learn in that and give you this as a resource. And so this is my conversation with Brian Saylor. Well, hey everyone, I'm here with Brian Saylor, someone Hello. that actually is taller than me. It's wow. amazing. It's it is amazing, it's a fun time. I don't know if it's maybe you're taller or just the hair, but either way, I like it. And uh, today we are actually gonna talk about mental health. Uh, it's a hard subject, but before we get into that, uh, would you just tell us who you are, what your ministry experience is, where you serve in Jesus at right now, man? Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, my name is Brian. Uh, I'm one of the pastors at Calvary Chapel of Melbourne in beautiful Melbourne, Florida, and uh, I am the young adult pastor. So we have a young adult ministry here. Uh, we meet on Thursday nights, and uh, young adult ministry for us looks like a service on Thursday nights with worship and a teaching, yep. and then community groups kind of throughout the week as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited to interview, not just about this subject, but just to hang out with your team, what God is doing here in Melbourne, and uh, thanks for having me and hosting. Just. Dude, you're yeah. the man. You're you're one of the people that like when we talk, it literally encourages me a lot. That's good. That's that's a primary goal of mine to encourage people. You're amazing. <laughs> so, uh, I'm really excited for you because you were on the Leadership Lessons podcast right now, but Shout you've out. started your own podcast. Uh, yep. Can you give us a little little insight, a little wisdom on on what that's going on? Because I mean, you're you're two weeks strong right now. Yeah, we're on episode two. Yeah, and so I, it's kind of like being newlyweds, you know. Like it's okay. By the time like, I, I can't by, wait. by the time I air this, you'll have done a whole season, so it's going to be great. Uh, come on, yeah, incredible. Um, okay, so yeah, a few. Well, to to kind of take it back a little bit. Um, there's a counselor in our town. Uh, her name is Crystal Terman. Okay. She has a ton of wisdom and just absolutely like incredible. And not only that, but she is like a great resource for the church. And she's kind of made herself available for pastors and uh, people who are ministry leaders to be able to just speak into their ministry and their lives. Awesome. Um, so uh, a while ago, well, we were having a lot of awesome conversations. Mm -hmm. I would call her three or four times a year and just kind of like talk with her about either um, like a, a question I had in sermon prep mm -hmm. or just a situation that I was dealing with within pastoral ministry. Yeah. And I just felt like I was in over my head and she would give me a lot of like incredible wisdom. Yeah. And that would kind of just lead to like some deep dive conversations that were really awesome. Mm -hmm. And it kind of ended up being like, at some point we were like, we should just record these. Yep. And in fact, she, 
contacted me and she's like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And I was like, you totally should. And then she said, would you be willing to be a co-host on that? And so that's kind of where it's at. Uh, we have started, we've recorded a bunch of episodes and we're just continuing to record and also see kind of what God's doing. That's so good. I bet you it's been really fun for you as a student and a learner of sort of this topic of counseling, psychology, just differently. Like how has that been for you just personally growing in that yeah. area? Yeah, it's, it's funny because people have come to me and talked to me like, wow, like, what, why are you so passionate about mental health? And part of me is like, first off, I don't think I'm like a mental health expert. Like I'm the one who's sort of asking the questions. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of just the dumb person who's like, so what do you mean by anxiety? Like, what is that? What is that? You know, and she's yeah. giving me this wealth of knowledge and wisdom. But the dynamic is really cool because, you know, she comes from the counseling side uh -huh. and I come from the pastoral side. Yeah. And so that's been cool for us to kind of like throw and throw together like our different perspectives and sort of see what happens with them. I don't know. Was that the question you asked? I can't remember what question I mean, you yeah, asked. it was just like, what are you learning? How are you growing? Because yeah. I mean, now now you're doing what's the, the uh, podcast called? It's called Thought Life. Thought Life. Um, and so you were uh, one of the hosts and it seems like, especially from the first episode, you're like a student, you're learning, you're growing. And so yeah. um, it is a somewhat of a tough subject to talk about, to understand, to learn. And let's just start with this podcast, just defining like what what is mental health um, and how would you define it or how have you learned to define what mental health is? Yeah. So uh, a great way to kind of start, I think, and, and again, I am learning. So yeah. like, I don't think I have the best definition for mental health. And I am not the expert either, but I think it's super important to talk about these things. And that's one of the reasons right. why I started this podcast, just like you. Yeah. I was like, man, these these, these uh, conversations with friends are just so rich, so good. You want I other should, people to listen. Yeah. I mean, that's good. so that way they could see all the stuff that we don't know, but learn right. from one another. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So I would define mental health when I think about... Um, scripture I think about in Deuteronomy 6 where God says that you should love the Lord your God with all your heart mind soul and strength uh -huh. and then Jesus kind of reiterates that in the New Testament and says love the Lord your God with all your heart soul mind and strength yeah understanding that we are not just body mm -hmm. we are not just spirit but we also have a mind yeah and I think a lot of times as um, pastors, we can kind of become so focused on the spiritual aspect of things that we can actually forget that we do have a body and we yeah. do have a mind. And the scripture actually does have a lot to say about both the body and the mind. Some of it is good, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, or some of it's bad. Like, you know, the scripture talks about the fact that our flesh we need to crucify and get rid of. Yep. But it also says that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. There, So there is something about what I have on right now mm -hmm. that is me that is valuable because God himself would say I want to live here yeah and in the same way in Romans 1 it talks about the fact that our mind can be depraved and I God can actually when I reject God give me up to a depraved mind yep but in addition to that my mind actually can be a tool and something that God uses because he says love me with your mind yeah. And so my mind can either be healthy or unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And so I think mental health is understanding that we are body, soul, and mind, and trying to get all of those things under the submission of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And trying to understand that there are things that happen mentally that can really affect everything. Yeah. So I guess this is a personal question, but what made you say yes? to her when she was like, hey, help me co-host a whole podcast on the topic of yeah. your mind. Like, 
it seems like in our culture even um, more and more people are talking about mental illness, mental yeah. health. I mean, they're just they're aware of the subconscious, different things like that. And so, what what made you say, yes, I think this is an important subject to talk about? Yeah. So I kind of have like a pastoral reason, and then kind of like more of like a outreach reason, or like a you know like yeah. being a light reason. Uh -huh. um, from a pastoral perspective, as I said, like I was you know I I lead a young adult ministry, and so every week we have you know, young adults walk in kind of in various stages of life, Yeah. you know, and some of them are like, grew up in the church, really solid, been following God their whole life. And then it goes from that all the way to people who really struggle with like serious mental illness. Uh -huh. um, and so it can be like anxiety and I'm not really sure how to navigate life with the anxiety and the feelings that I'm feeling. And I am reading my Bible and I am praying and I'm still having anxiety. So how do I deal with that? all the way to the extreme of like, I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia. I just got out of a mental you know, hospital last week. Yeah. And so for me, I realized that like me just studying the text and getting up and preaching, mm -hmm. although I think is the foundation, like that's the most important thing. There was, there was an element of that that was missing from just the pastoral care. And I needed to learn, like I wasn't really equipped yeah. to pastor these folks and their struggles. And so from that perspective, I, I'm just kind of in it to like literally try to learn more so that I can be a better pastor. Yep. Um, and then the other thing you kind of hit on is that like our culture is talking about mental health. Like May is National Mental Health Month. Hmm. We like, we are having this huge conversation around mental health right now. And so I thought like that could be a really cool doorway into the gospel. Yeah. Maybe someone would listen to a mental health podcast and then that might lead them to get connected to a church, get connected to, you know, the family or the community of believers and ultimately get connected to Jesus Yeah, that they wouldn't necessarily just walk into a church. Yeah, because I think it's important, like you already stated, that scripture does talk about our minds. Yeah. Does talk about uh, the depravity of man and the effects of sin and how, um, you know, we're to think on things that are pure, lovely, yeah. just, holy, these type of things, they affect uh, your body, your yeah. beliefs affect your body. Right. Um, and so as you're going through this journey, what are some things that I don't want to say if you've been surprised at, but what are some things that maybe you've learned that you're like, wow, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really put those pieces together until this process. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I've learned a lot. Like I've made the joke a couple times on the podcast that I'm just here for the free counseling, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that the biggest thing that I've learned going back to this idea of body, soul, and mind mm -hmm. is that we are holistic beings yeah. and that the things that we do like actually have a huge effect on each other. Mm -hmm. So like me building my day in a certain way helps my mental health or hurts my mental health. Me taking a Sabbath helps my mental health versus me working 27 days in a row hurts my mental health. Uh -huh. And even if you look at the life of Jesus, which by the way, like I'm not the one who came up with this idea. Um, I, I learned it from even like the John Mark Comer at Bridgetown Church. He speaks about this, that Jesus had specific practices that he did. Yeah. Like being in silence and solitude, mm -hmm. like fasting, praying, attending church every week and like building his life around these activities. Yeah. Actually f was a huge part of forming who he was as yeah. this healthy human being. Mm -hmm. And so learning that that stuff actually really does matter. So 
in the church world, we call those usually like spiritual disciplines. Yes, absolutely. Right? Um, discipline because it is hard, yeah. it's a, but it's a system and their systems, disciplines are practices that help your spiritual walk and your faith. Uh, the only problem is we're not just spiritual beings, we're physical beings. Yeah. We have minds. And so how have you seen the faith side, scripture and those disciplines uh, affect your mind? Like you said, for example, Sabbath. Mm -hmm. If I work 27 days and I don't get any sleep, your mind sometimes can go crazy and yeah. you just feel more angry all yeah. the time. So like how, how, did, how have you seen these spiritual disciplines and your faith sort of not go against mental health, but actually help yeah. your mental health? Yeah, for sure. Um, the biggest one for me specifically has just been the spiritual discipline of like silence and solitude. Yeah. And even the idea, which I don't even know like where everyone who's listening to this will fall in this, but the idea of like, like contemplative prayer. Uh -huh. um, and basically like contemplative prayer, as far as my understanding of it, is that you're kind of just trying to meditate on God. Yeah. You're not trying to like pray for anything specific, uh -huh. but you're trying to just set your heart and set your mind on God. Yeah. Kind of the idea of like being still and knowing that I am God. Mm -hmm. Rather than like a supplication or a petition. Right, you're right. Or even Thanksgiving, like God, yeah. you're so awesome. Just being like, I'm just sitting here. Still and being still and recognizing that God is God. Mm -hmm. That's been huge for me um, for many reasons. I think number one, you know, we are like literally addicted to this thing. Yeah, to the phone. And that can be such a huge cause of anxiety and it can lead to a lot of negative mental things. And like, I think even we don't realize how negative our phones are sometimes to our mental health, to our spiritual health. Yeah. And so just purposely disconnecting from that and saying like, I am just going to be in silence right now that's been huge. Also, just as a pastor, and I'm sure that you can relate to this and many of the people who are watching yeah. can relate to this, like there's just so much going on at all times. Yes. And you literally, like one of the greatest things that like people say now, like people are like, how are you? People respond, I'm busy. That's uh -huh. how I, that's not how you are, but that's what people are saying is like, oh yeah, I'm busy. Yeah. That's like the number one response I hear. And so that silence and solitude is like forcing myself to get out of this rat race mm -hmm. and get out of this mentality that I am the king of the universe yeah. and that if I am not performing and executing and hustling, then the whole world's gonna fall apart and it actually is literally saying, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And saying like, God, right now, like you are in this place. Yeah, that's so good because I, I think sometimes we forget like we're holistic beings. Like sometimes, um, you just want to like, you don't need to read a Bible verse. You need to take a nap. Yeah. You know Amen. what I mean? Like there's yeah. that, that whole halt. Like if you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, yeah. never make a decision. Yes. Like halt, stop. Because yes. sometimes a nap or a good meal with friends could be more encouraging for your soul yeah. than um, trying to do silence and solitude. Right. Understanding that we, they all are connected. Right. And God actually cares so much about that. In heaven, he's going to give us a resurrected body. We're still going to have bodies in heaven. Food. Yeah. Oh, praise God for food. Amen. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, but I, I, I think it's interesting is too, as you're taking this leap and this journey through mental health, there's been somewhat of a stigma in mental illness, um, in medication, in just mental health in the church. Yeah. How are you encouraged right now um, as you're learning and growing to see the integration and to see people's sort of acceptance of, wow, what you think actually matters? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, like, I don't even, like, I think I, I do I do sense that, that 
there is kind of a stigma that there's a barrier between the two. Yeah. Right. And I think you probably will have some people who are on the side of saying like, you just have to trust God. If you have anxiety, like God will heal you of it. If you trust him and like, you just read your Bible, pray, get close to God and you'll be great. Uh And then on the other side, there's people who are like, you know, literally every person should go see a counselor and work through a million things. And, and like, I'll be honest, like I actually genuinely like am not sure like what's right. (laughs) Yeah. Like I really don't know. Like, I don't know if like, like I do understand that, that that I I do believe like not everyone's going to be healed. Yeah. But I also believe that Jesus like has an insane power to heal that we don't give him credit for. Yep. And so part of this journey of mental health for me is trying to discover as a pastor, how do I pastor people? How do I teach people? Like, when do I say like right now, this moment is like you, you are the woman who has spent all of her money on a doctor Mm -hmm. and has gotten nowhere. So you just reach out and cling to Jesus versus like, is there times when God is inviting us on a journey toward holistic health that involves us stopping and assessing how did our childhood affect us and how do all these other activities affect us and things like that. So I guess I don't know what the right (laughs) answer is. And I'm trying to literally, because literally I've been rambling for 30 seconds or two minutes about this already. But I don't know, what do you think? Because you've done some mental health stuff. You hosted a mental health conference uh, at your church. So where where have you found the balance? Uh, I think that the balance is that there is a balance. Yeah. Like in the sense of it's all different for every single person. Yeah. And so it's called discipleship. And too many times we cookie cut discipleship because we want to disciple through programs. Right. And discipleship is through people. Yeah. And so to assess people, you have to know them, get to know them. It's like the, the counseling side of a pastor. You, you have to listen to their story, their individuals. And it could be a chemical imbalance that drugs do help. I know many people feel guilty for that, but that's no that's right. no different than taking cholesterol medication yeah. or those type of things. But at sometimes people are just taking pills when it's a sin of harboring a bitterness yeah. in their life, or, or they're not following the ways of Jesus. And so you, it's the law of return. You reap what you sow. Right. And so I think as a pastor, you know, used to be in the community, the pastor would be experts on holistic. Mm-hmm. They would come to the pastor for not only Bible teaching, but how do you live this life? How do we practice the ways and this example? And I think um, that's the part of the church where we need to take away necessarily the programs and the, the stereotypical answer, the one answer for everything, yeah. and say, actually, Jesus is so good and complicated. Yeah. He knows us all individually Amen. and created us all. And to walk in that with discernment and wisdom and just being sent to the Holy Spirit to say, okay, well, God, I need wisdom for this. Yeah, Um, yeah. Well, and even Jesus prescribed something completely different for every single person when it came to their healing. Well, yeah, I mean, think about how he healed blind people. One time he's like, you know, spitting on someone's faces. Other times he's just saying you're healed. Other times he's doing this. I think he did that on purpose so we wouldn't get caught in the system, but rather depend on him. And I think for us as pastors, whether it be mental illness, whether it be... um, a, a huge problem people are dealing with, uh, marriage, um, you know, something at a service, a job situation. For all of us, it's all discipleship. Yeah. People come to us for crisis management, and I'm always trying to point them to Jesus. Through Amen. That. And so I think God does the same thing. He allows sometimes hard situations um, for us to actually be humble so He yeah. can pour out His grace. Yeah. Um, and so uh, 
you know, I'm no expert either. I, I don't know. I just know that I think that we can cling to Jesus for hope yeah. uh, in any situation. And so something like mental illness or, um, or in a positive note, mental health, yeah. um, I think Jesus is the answer. Amen. You well, know? and like, I genuinely believe this. I think that as fatherlessness in our country grows, yeah. as phones use skyrockets, all of these things like have a huge negative effect on our mental illness. So I think that like as the church, yeah. we need to really be prepared mm-hmm. that there is going to be a lot of people who are not mentally well yeah. coming to our church. Mm-hmm. And so I really hope that you and me as pastors create space for that. Yeah. Cause like it is not sexy ministry yeah. to, do, to deal with and to walk with people through that. There's a lot of difficulty. There's a lot of challenges. There's like, you might need to invest in more security at your church, like things like that. Yep. Because cause there's genuine stuff that's like intense about it. But at the same time, like we have to create this this atmosphere for people to connect and meet with Jesus. Yeah. If someone comes into our church in a wheelchair because of a car accident that they themselves caused, we would show a lot of compassion for that person. We'd yeah. clear out a chair, we'd put them on the front row, and we wouldn't put pressure on them to get well faster. Yeah. We would be like, are you going to, you know, how, how's the doctor, how's physical therapy, you know, how can we build a ramp for you like we would think about that stuff Mm -hmm. but yet I think sometimes when it comes to anxiety or when it comes to depression or when it comes to someone walking through something mentally like we want to be like well did you read your bible and pray this week oh you're still feeling anxious like what's your problem yeah and understanding that some mental illness as you said is a chemical imbalance and or something else that's completely out of someone's control Mm -hmm. some mental illness is literally something that someone foolishly did and is causing them this yeah. But either way, man, like, are we a hospital for broken people or are we like trying to just like churn out cookie cutter Christians that all look exactly like we want them to look? Yeah. And that's why that's why I wanted to do this interview on mental health uh, and sort of just applaud you, encourage you for talking about this subject, because it's something that we all deal with. Yeah. Pastors, Christians, non-Christians. Um, we just deal with the reality of this broken world. Yeah. And this is why we know that Jesus's grace is greater than any of our sins. Yeah. And so he is the hope and we want to create space. And that's why I'm excited to have episodes on mental illness, to have events, our podcast, yeah. just so the conversation is open. Absolutely. So that way we can talk about it uh, and walk in light as he is in light and yeah. know that greater is he than in us and in the world, that there Certainly. is a God that gives hope in every situation. Yeah. And so um, just sort of to wrap it up, to sum it up, um, what would like be in a word of encouragement for someone that is going through mental illness um, or someone that knows someone who's going through just a hard uh, state with their mental health? Amen. What, what kind That's of so word cool. of encouragement would you want to give them as they sort of journey and walk through this? Some, some, sometimes God heals immediately, but yeah. most of the time he walks with us. He's gracious and just yeah. and walks with us in those valleys. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first off to someone who's experiencing mental illness, I would say like, you know, you're not alone. Yeah. And mental illness can feel like you feel so bad continuing to bring up the same struggle to someone, but like you're not alone and God sees you and God wants to walk with you. And I think that the best possible thing that you can do is you can get around, like try to get closer to Jesus and try to get closer to people who love Jesus, who are going to just help you and who are going to listen to you. 
uh, to someone who is walking with someone, yeah. one of the things that Crystal has taught, taught me uh, that's absolutely amazing is it's actually a gift to be able to walk with someone. What mm. a privilege and an honor to be able to serve someone who is walking through something difficult. Yeah. And uh, one thing that she says is the best thing that Job's friends did was sit in silence for seven days. Hmm. And so I think ask a lot of questions, support, offer encouragement, walk with them through it, be there as a ministry of presence. Yeah. Um, and also take care of yourself too. You know, you take care of your own mental health, put on your own oxygen mask before helping others. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brian, for talking about this somewhat hard subject, but not just on this podcast, on your own podcast as well, um, with a trained psychologist, with a trained counselor that like, she she's experienced this and I think that's one thing that people need to understand they're not alone yeah and there's space yeah and Jesus meets us and no matter what situation we're in whether it be mental illness uh, a tragedy that we cause or someone causes against us yeah. uh, there is hope in him and it's just a making uh, you know walking with people loving them and pointing them to uh, Jesus as we Come on. talk about this stuff. So I, I appreciate it, it man. Thanks, uh, man. We're doing a great. You. Hey, thank you. I love you too. It's fun hanging Incredible. out with you. So excited to be able to uh, worship Jesus with you tonight here in your your space. Let's go. Uh, it's going to be so good. It is going to be good. So I get an opportunity to have conversations like this with other leaders. And so I'm glad that you were able to hear this. Uh, it's been fun hanging out with your team, about to worship uh, at the harbor at your ministry. And um, man, thanks just for making a space for people to find Jesus, whether it be in a podcast, a service, um, this video, man. That's You're doing great about. stuff. You're one of the great young leaders in our area in South Florida that many people are being blessed by you, your ministry, Thanks, man. your wife. And so we love you. We, we thank you for all you're doing. And uh, until next time, we will talk to you soon. God bless e -E you. leaders, man. baby. It's on the rise. Man, as this subject continues to get more popular and more relevant to our day, we just want to walk in wisdom when it comes to mental health, to be able to uh, get wisdom from the Lord and to be able to pray for people. You are not alone. And that's really important. The three-minute message that I want to share with you today is talking about community with my friend, Pastor Casey Cleveland. We've served in this area for a few years now, uh, going on seven years. Redemption Church has been celebrating Sunday mornings, and me and Casey have been serving Jesus uh, together like-mindedness in our city for that long. And so uh, Casey is a brother that talks about your community. And I would just encourage you, if you're going through depression, if you're going through something, man, find people to surround you, to pray for you, to counsel you, just to be with you. You are not alone. Reach out to your pastor, to your family, to your friends, uh, because our community matters. Proverbs says, those who walk with the wise become wise, but those who walk with the fool become a fool. And we need to walk with people that not only bring us information, but bring us revelation into the love of Jesus, that they would be there, his hands and feet to us. And so if you're going through things, you're not alone. Reach out to community. And this is Casey talking about the importance of your community. This is a three-minute message brought to you by Redemption Church, Delray Beach. Hey, Redemption Church, it's Casey from the Avenue Church, and I'm super thankful to be able to share a proverb with you today. Uh, today we're going to be looking at Proverbs 13, and it's all about your community. Here's what the, uh, here's what the author says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. 
Um, so, you know, we, we see this played out at our church all the time with basically uh, people who are walking through recovery and uh, they're back and forth in addiction and not. A lot of times what matters is the people they surround themselves with. Um, and we know that that can actually be a life or death situation for them. But what's, what's interesting is Proverbs tells us that it's actually a life, a life or death uh, situation for us as well spiritually. And so man, I just want to encourage you guys uh, as I w- walked through this uh, this morning to make sure that you find yourself in a community of wise people. The scriptures define wise people as those who hear the word of God and respond accordingly. Um, fools are those who hear it and um, they keep making the same mistake. And evil people are people who come in and, and mean to harm. Those are kind of like the three categories of people in Proverbs. And so making sure that you have a community of wise, Jesus-loving people who are hearing the word, responding to the word, not perfect, certainly broken and in need of Jesus, but moving in that direction is really, really important. I've heard someone say, um, like your five closest friends define who you are not vice versa. And it's interesting, I mean, I don't know how that matches up biblically, but I do know as I read this particular proverb, it's a really big deal who like your circle of five um, are. And so it's not to the exclusion of hanging out with lost people, but it's like um, that's the community that refreshes you and you actually go with to the lost. And so man, just be encouraged to put yourself in those situations where you're walking with the wise, if it's your desire to fall more in love with Jesus, to love your family well, this sort of thing. Man, walk with the wise and be careful when you're walking with the fools because it is uh, and can be a life-death uh, situation. Love you guys and thanks for letting me share. Well, that's episode number four. Next episode, number five, I'm going to have another conversation on an important topic of race. It's a popular thing. It's a a divisive thing in our nation. We probably all experienced it. And my friend Rodney Wilkinson uh, is going to be able to share uh, with me just his perspective being an African-American pastor serving in Boynton Beach, very in this community. And we just have a frank conversation about race, the topic of racism and prejudice and what the church should respond how we should respond, what should we talk about this, and what the answer is, and how the gospel brings hope. And so I really am looking forward to sharing this episode with you. Until next week, I'm praying for you. I pray that all is well in your life and ministry, and that you grow in the character of Christ, that you're seeking Him, pursuing Him, loving Him. It's a blessing to be able to share these things with you. If you're going through a hard time, reach out to someone, share uh, this episode with your friends that are struggling through depression or dealing with friends and family that are going through uh, mental disease and these type of things. And so, man, love you. Hope you're encouraged, praying for you. And thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this Leadership Lessons podcast. You can watch all the episodes and get all the show notes at eeleaders.com. If this podcast was a blessing to you, I would love for you to share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on social media at eeleaders. You can also help us spread the word by simply writing a review on iTunes or Google Play. My hope for you with this podcast is that it will encourage you and equip you to continue to serve Jesus. Because remember, there's nothing better than doing what God has called you to do.